For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. All right. Welcome to Amplified. We are in Washington, D.C., and we are with Dr. Dan Amslog, and we have actually an amazing book to discuss. It's 100 Days or Less of Reaching Your Ultimate Happiness. How are you, Dan? I am doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me here today, Ken. My pleasure. So you have actually been with Gash Printing for the first time, and you're printing your new new book. Talk to us about your new book. Well, the new book is uh, it's actually a satire. It's, uh, the title of it is uh, the How to Understanding Women, in which, yes, it's, it's a very, very hot subject nowadays, especially for men in relationships and uh, wanting to understand their uh, spouse or their girlfriend, in which uh, it's, I would think it's easier to build a bridge from, from New York to Spain with just a hammer than understanding your woman. Okay, so Todd has a bio he wants to read before we really introduce you, but I just wanted to actually hit that right out of the gate. So, Todd, go ahead. Hey, you bet. You bet. Uh, great, uh, great to hear you guys. Uh, Todd Thomas here. Our guest today, he is a life and executive coach. He's also a motivational speaker and the author of several books, including the American Dream Book, also Mission Possible, another one called Glodius Maximus, um, his autobiography, From Nothing to Everything, uh, the book that Dan just mentioned, The How-To's on Understanding Women, the Holy Grail for All Men and Aliens Living in Our Universe. And we're going to discuss 100 Days or Less to Reaching Your Ultimate Happiness as well. Dan operates a transportation company, a fitness training network, and a publishing company, and he leads tall buildings in a single bound. Please welcome to the Amplified Show today. It's Dr. Dan Anzalag. Thank you so much, Todd. I appreciate it. Well, I'll tell you, Andrea, what do you think of that title? Well, I find it quite titillating. You know, really, uh, between uh, being a woman and hearing about all the great, great stuff everybody's going to learn about how to talk to us, uh, I think everybody should have this in their homes. To the title of you being close to Superman, I'm totally with it. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you come up with the, uh, the not only the title, but why you to actually take on this project? I do. Well, actually, for me, it was a very important subject to tackle, especially I am married, and uh, I always wanted to understand my spouse and understand exactly how her rational or irrational behavior would affect my sanity. So I I, uh, kind of like did a lot of research, and it's, uh, you know, I actually finished or completed my doctorate, doctorate degree in organizational leadership and communication, and also studied quantum physics and psychology. So um, 
um, all of this subject that I've uh, acquired throughout my years, I was able to kind of like uh, focus a lot on human psychology and uh, human behavior and specifically female behavior. That actually is to my advantage. So um, I decided to be able to write this book and cover that specific subject using a lot of humor, uh, because obviously when you talk about women, you have to be very funny. And um, that enabled me to complete this book. It's around 300 pages long, uh, on the uh, not as long as the happiness book, which is almost 400 page. But uh, I think this, uh, this book will help a lot of men out there understanding their women and a lot of women as well trying to understand a little bit of how men thinks so you seem to have an accent um is it from alabama uh, a little bit further than that then <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the other side of the atlantic ocean um i am actually from france and uh, i uh, moved out of france when i was like uh, very very young and i moved to montreal canada um province of quebec which i think your last name rochon <laughs> is from quebec it is and um, and I lived there for almost 20 some years until I decided to uh, venture myself out of the country and go to the United States, which is the land of opportunities. And uh, I went to Texas, which is, let me tell you, one hell of a big culture shock to go down there. And uh, once I completed my uh, master's degree in business administration, I decided to move back to the Washington, D.C. area where all of my family lives. Uh, my brother, my uncles, cousins. And uh, I decided to just park my myself here for hopefully the rest of eternity and where'd you meet your wife actually i met her online surprisingly <laughs> enough <laughs> i i actually have also um dating service that i help singles meet um we do speed dating events we do a lot of things of that sort so that kind of like uh, it's interestingly enough i didn't meet my wife in a speed dating event but mostly online which was just uh, luck of the draw which online uh it was plenty of fish actually really yes that's actually a, a low dweller. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is actually. But I was very lucky because it was. I was just about to cancel my uh, my profile or delete my profile, and she just barely came into the the website, and uh, we just met, and it was a love at first sight. Okay, so did you meet her? Uh, I know you met her online, but where would, where does she live? Oh, she used to live in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, and she's also international. She's from Czech Republic in Prague. Okay. okay, so that was connection. Yes, international connection, surprisingly enough. And we met uh, here in the D.C. area. And uh, since then, we got married in June in Prague, a country of uh, birth. And uh, everything, just a magical wedding. And how long have you been married? Uh, it's been almost five to six months now. Five to six yes, months. Yes, very, and, very And you were able to write a book. Yes, <laughs> during that time. <laughs> yes. So, oh, it took me almost like... Uh, close to a year to write this book. I, I get it. So you wrote the book before you actually got married. Yes, before I got married. That's correct. But I, I knew her for the past couple of years already. Okay, so you wrote the book based on the fact that it was succeeding in the relationship. Correct, exactly. And what does she think of this? Well, she hasn't read it yet. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't read it yet. I put her in a part of my acknowledgments, obviously, because she's my wife, and I was inspired by her behavior, sometimes irrational, and uh, that kind of helped me go through the writer's block that I had at some time, and uh, every time that I was blocked and not knowing exactly what to write about, she kind of like surprised me with how she behaved, and that kind of like allowed me to write another 10, 15 chapters. Okay, so what's the number one reason that marriages don't last? Communication. Of course, but what part? Well, it's uh, not understanding the other person. Perspective. Or respect. Let's say, 
yes. Um, either a woman will think a certain way on how to manage certain things about the household, either money or, or, or the way to raise the kids, and the guy or the man will see it differently. Uh, some will spend more money than the other, and the other one will be more frugal. So it depends exactly on how they communicate and understand each other prior to be able to get into the relationship or the marriage. But 50% of marriages break. I mean, they, you know, they die. So it's, it's, it depends on a lot of factors. Yeah, but what's more important is not the ones that break, but how many of them are alive that are still alive. Yes, but then you never know what's going on behind uh, closed doors. Right. So even though you see people being married for 10, 15, 20, 25 years, does it really mean they're happy? No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that kind of creates a lot of uh, the the challenges that couples actually experience when they're married. And some people, they just kind of like live a different life where they actually, even though they're together, they have different energy signature that creates some kind of like disparity between them. And because of that, instead of them working to get they disconnect even further. And then before you know it, they just, the marriage just breaks. So is there a survey or a a questionnaire that actually allows you to figure out where you stand as far as an alive marriage in the moment, completely unconditional with your partner? There's never really a moment, again, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, it's more of a process. It's like, you know, we talked earlier about it's not a race. Marriage is not a race. No, it's, it's a marathon. It is a marathon. And <laughs> it requires work, a lot of work, believe me. And every day, it's like you go to, to your job every single day. You promote books. You promote authors. It's something that has to be done in, like in a very very <clears throat> constant matter it doesn't come up just a one-time deal you know uh when people say the way your house looks or the way your, your car looks is the way your life looks mm -hmm. right correct so in a way the way your marriage looks is the way your business looks is the way your book looks is the way your career looks right mm -hmm. i agree yeah definitely so in other words if, if you actually take charge of your business you probably take charge of your marriage and if you take charge of your marriage you probably take charge of your business in other words your finances equal your love if you take charge to your love. Is that, that yeah, true? That's absolutely correct. But then you will say also that um, you have a lot of very, very smart people that will have their, that will be very disorganized. So they're even though their mind seems to be brilliant, yet everything else in their life goes havoc. Okay. So it's, you have to really find the right middle and what really works for you. So that's how uh, you have to be. Uh, so your wife is a compliment to you, I'm guessing. Yes. And a compliment means that she's different than you. She's very, very different than me. Yes. And so is mine. Yes, exactly. And, and actually, yeah. Todd, would you like to chime in? Uh, is your wife different than you? Uh, most definitely. <laughs> most definitely. And, <laughs> and uh, one of the things that, uh, I mean, we, we've been married for 26 years. <laughs> and, uh, I had to think for that's a second. And, longer um, than, that's longer <laughs> than Dan's been married. Yes. <laughs> It's uh, yeah, it's a fun adventure, uh, but just like he, uh, just like Doctor Dan saying, it, it's every day. It's it's just like a lot of things. It's day by day. You take it every every day, every moment at a time. Well, I'd like to try. Okay, so Dan, from a standpoint of, I'm sorry, yeah, and Andre, you've been married over three days, so go ahead. <laughs> Uh, yes, I have been. Uh, it'll be almost uh, 21 years, and we have three daughters and a granddaughter. And uh, Tom and I are complete opposites. I'm 
super loud and out there and go and do, you know, all kinds of things with all kinds of people. And he's more subdued. Um, he is a busy person who's involved in things as well, but he's more analytical and more business. And it is a great compliment. He kind of chills me out and I kind of pump him up and psych him up to do other things. So it always is really nice. And I really enjoy what you're saying, Dan, because um, um, uh, part of my other world, besides being uh of the red carpet connection and a publicist is I've been a relationship consultant for over 20 years and, uh, and actually have a radio show about relationships and sexuality. So I'm uh, really enjoying hearing the different tidbits and information that you came up that really seemed to fit with all the years of research that I've had. Um, and, uh, and it was a long marriage that you seem to have really accomplished quite a bit of knowledge and have uh, quite a, gained a lot of experience um, even though you've only been married six months, I think you're doing a great job with what the information that you provided. So not that you needed my kudos, but I definitely wanted to give it to you. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Andrea. I appreciate it. Well, Andrea, I thought that you, you had, were the quiet one and your husband was the loud one. <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> it's a bit delayed. <laughs> All right, so... Dan, it, it is actually amazing that you put in all this time to actually put together a message. What would be the advantage of making a book that's 400 pages or 300 pages when people don't read and they have ADD? And I mean, what's the bottom line? I mean, would you ever consider writing a book that's actually for ADD people? Well, that will be a definite challenge to put this into <laughs> writing. <laughs> um, but, you know, the thing is, everyone in our universe, or at least on planet Earth, we know that there's parallel universes out there. This may be a duplicate of you, a duplicate of me. You know, we're talking about the string theory here. Right here. Exactly. Um, I would think probably the, what most people are looking for is happiness. What really makes them happy? For some, they'll say they want to be able to have the wealth of Bill Gates. For others who are ill or who have like cancer, whatever it is for them, they say that they will be healthy. Um, anyone and everyone has a different definition of happiness. The key here is to be able to know what what will what are your happiness triggers. What, for example, some people might say that I love going on vacation. I love traveling. <clears throat> I know that you travel a lot. You can, and for you, your happiness will be to go back to your kids. So yes, work is work. You put your passion, you put your love to it. But afterwards, you go back to your kid. You go back to your family, and that's what makes you happy. Being distanced from them is somewhat of a challenge, but yet you do everything everything in your power to be able to get this done, to finish your travels, and then to go back to what you feel the most comfortable about. So when I wrote the book, The 100 Days to Reach Your Ultimate Happiness, it's not 100 calendar days because everyone will probably f uh, read a chapter, or I would not say a chapter, I would say a day, and, and let's say day 51, and I might take at least a week to be able to understand the content of day 51. So they could take six years to be able to to finish this book. They might reread the same chapter or the same day over and over again to be able to understand the essence, the core of it. So my idea behind it was to be able to, to kind of enlighten people, let them know or let them realize what makes them happy. And that's what I try to preach. And your book actually that has all the pictures of all the authors and make them smile. For them, when you smile at someone, even a stranger, you bring hope in their life because everyone has their own challenges, their, their own struggles. You don't know what people go through on a day-to-day -day basis. And this is what I try my best to be able to kind of help people understand what triggers their happiness. You know, I 
absolutely love what you just said because you acknowledged that maybe 99% of people can't devour your book in 100 days. Mm-hmm. Because it takes a special person that actually finishes something in integrity. And so you've actually stated, and for the audience, it's more important you finish as a marathon than as a sprinter that falls and doesn't get up again. And this book is actually this book is actually the reason we're actually meeting today. And to give you an idea, we took three four months mm-hmm. to create this conversation. Correct. And a lot of people could quit. A lot of people could be disgruntled. A lot of people could find fault. But you actually said, okay, how about next month? And I actually really appreciate that about you because now I understand not only in this book, but you as a leader, mm-hmm. that you don't give up because you actually want to make a difference. And your purpose is a calling to actually understand more and more so you can take people to another level. Absolutely. So when was it that you decided that you wanted to pursue education at this level? <laughs> That's you know, more I studied and more I realized I was ignorant. Isn't that amazing? It's incredible. Yeah, and the smarter we get, the more we know we're dumb. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and that I, I really believe in that. And this, this is the reason why when I did my bachelor degree in uh, finance, when I was in University of Montreal, I felt that, okay, I completed one chapter of my life. Bachelor was good enough in 1994. Uh, but then realized that more I was going through business and entrepreneurship, more I realized I don't feel confident enough. I feel that I need more. And then I pursued my master's degree in business administration with international marketing. From there, I realized, okay, I'm going to take a break from uh, from school and I'm just going to continue my business, continue uh, building my empire. And then I realized by 2005 that something else was missing. It's not just about growing financially, but it was growing spiritually. And that's what was really missing in my life. So, so it took me another three to four years to realize that I needed to go and take another leap of faith and try, you know, doing my doctorate degree. Now, my main language, my first language is French. And I've always had in the past when I was in high school, difficulty in understanding English. So from not knowing much in English, because Montreal speaks French primarily, I went all the way to studying my doctorate degree. And that was a way to challenge myself. And from that point, I realized that, you know what, the bachelor was really worth absolutely nothing. The master's, it gave me a little bit more tools, but still nothing. Now I've reached the ultimate, which is my doctorate degree. And congratulations on that, because yeah, not too many people go the distance, and not too many people actually can make that distinction. But you have a, you have a very complex distinction. Your distinction is actually in a different language. Correct. And I've taken 13 languages, and I can't even begin to think that my second language would be my first, and that I would be interviewed <laughs> on a radio show in my first language, which is actually French, which is embarrassing because I can't even have a conversation <laughs> with you right now. I've t- taken five years of French, and as you know, if you, you lose it. You lose it, thanks. So, Dr. Dan is here speaking his second language, and do you speak others? Uh, a little bit of Spanish. Okay. Yes, but as you said, when you don't practice it, you lose you it. Lose when it. I was in Texas, I spoke fluently. Right. Every employee at the company that I was working with with spoke only Spanish, so I had to be, uh, you know, comfortable in that language. Well, because my team is so amazing, I, I and they are so patient. They normally come in the last segment, and then we do a race of how many questions we can ask you, and you have to answer them like that. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> but but and by the way, they're easy. Like, what was your favorite book? What's your favorite candy? I mean, it's 
It's like that kind of thing. So I actually want to do something special for them. I want to bring Andrea in, and I want to ask her, because we have about five minutes left in the segment, and we're going to just ask you some questions and actually honor them for being a great team. Okay, so Andrea, you start, and Todd, you're going to start with as, as well. Okay. <clears throat> what kind of gift are you going to give your wife for her first Christmas? Uh, uh, it's Hanukkah. I'm Jewish. Probably a cruise to the Caribbeans. Wow. Awesome. All right. Hopefully That's she's not, not listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, hopefully not. Well, I'm going to make her listen to that uh, during Hanukkah holidays. <laughs> All right, Todd, you want to ask anything? Yeah, uh, Dr. Dan, you said when you came to Texas that uh, it was, uh, and that's that's where I am right now, and that's where I'm from, that it was a big culture shock for you. What was okay. the biggest culture shock about Texas? Well, it's everything is manana. <laughs> everything has to be done, not now, not immediately. This is not New York pace here. We're talking about, ah, don't worry about it, we'll do it tomorrow. So no, we need to do it. So I had the quick paced mentality, and yet in Texas it was more of the, you know, very serene, very like, uh, oh, let's relax, don't worry about it, let's go tomorrow, or maybe next week if you have the time. You know, Dr. Dan, I have to actually interject that. I've used, I've used the word manana when someone says, hey, can we talk today and go manana? And they're like, huh? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, manana is like a word, man. Yes, it is a word. Yeah, it, is yeah. a, it is a concept in Texas. <laughs> So instead of Anything Aurora, else, which is now manana. <laughs> yes, manana. Probably, probably people probably think you were asking him if they want something to eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like a burrito or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, the reason I like Taco Bell so much is because they're using two languages. I mean, yes. that's amazing. I mean, in the menu and in verbally. <laughs> All right, so how do people contact you, and how do people get a, a hold of this next book to your – Well, they can actually – they could go to uh, my website. Okay, it's uh, proaceintlshoppingmall.com, and I listed all my books out there. They could go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble. They could uh, buy the American Dream. They could Spell. Oh, Dan, D-A-N, Amzalag, A-M-Z-A-L-L-A-G. And they will find the whole list of all my books out there. How uh, many? They could, uh, sorry? How many? Seven books. Okay. okay. you want to just list them real quick? Uh, the American Dream, How to Buy or Start a Business Using None of Your Own Cash. Mission Possible, How to Eradicate Obesity in America. Um, the third one was Glorious Maximus, The Inside Lives of Personal Trainers. Uh, the fourth one was uh, the, the publishing. It's how to market your book um, you know, throughout the, I would say, America. <laughs> um, the fifth book was the, the 100 Days or Less to Reaching Your Ultimate Happiness. Uh, the sixth one was um, the actually it's the, the How To's in Understanding Women. And uh, no, that was before, I'm sorry. And then I actually have my autobiography, which is From Nothing to Everything um, My Way to Reaching the Ultimate Happiness. And the one coming out real soon is the The How To's in Understanding Women. And that one you might be publishing through Perfect Publishing. Uh, that's correct. <laughs> And, and Andrea Adams Miller, who's on the line, has not only witnessed the hearing of this, but we can actually really change this for you. Mm-hmm. And when we do, all is for you to come back on the line, out to your market, and say, "Wow, a social media marketing, publicity, and publicist plan makes a difference." Oh, absolutely. Because when you do a great book, if if your first book was great, 
but it didn't get the marketing, which it did, obviously, then you would actually stop. Yes, but I'm a persistent bastard. You are persistent. And, and I don't know about the bastard part, but I definitely know you're persistent. And, and I acknowledge... <laughs> no, but I, I actually really acknowledge you because you are nonstop on making a difference. And that is why you're on the show. The show Amplified is about, about leaders that actually want to make a difference and be difference makers, not at any cost, but at all costs. That's a good approach here. Yeah. Love it. And, you know, I have to say, I've actually interviewed people that are in the area, and they don't drive out here. Oh, and, wow. and you drove, what, an hour? An hour at least. At least an hour. And we are typically doing on-the-fly uh, calls with people from all around the world, mainly in the United States, but you are here at the studio, and, and God bless you for that. Well, thank you. What's important to me, I'll make the move. I'll do everything I can to be there. Well, I'm going to be on your radio, uh, your TV show. This Saturday. This Saturday. Can you tell people about the TV show? Sure. It's actually on Montgomery County uh, Community Media, the MCM, and it will be uh, the t- uh, Happiness Journey with Dr. Dan, and I will have my guest appearance, Ken Rochon, to uh, explain where he actually share his journey to publishing, to marketing all his many, many books, and how also he helped others to be able to get their dream, to making them dream a reality. So... You know, honestly, I'm really looking forward to having you there. And it's going to be televised on channel 19 and 21. And uh, yes, on uh, the community cable. And hopefully, you know, throughout the years, I'll be able to get my show syndicated and uh, maybe have enough rating like Oprah Winfrey. Who knows? I'm looking above and beyond. Well, since we still have a minute or two till break, how did you go about getting a TV show? Well, actually, I presented my TV show, my program to the directors at the MCM, and they had no show like that. So I'm going to actually for season two, you're the last author for season one. So on season two, yes, I kept the best for last. Damn. There you go. (laughs) And and, and uh, you're going to be in the book called Amplify Gold, like coming out in a month because of Todd. Oh, that's Todd Thomas, who actually scheduled this, Mm -hmm. he's putting the whole book together called uh, Amplify Gold, which is the top 50 guests we've had on the show. Excellent. Very looking forward to it. <laughs> and and so next season, question, I'm actually Ken, going to if you don't mind. Go. His, when he said Ken Rashawn, it sounded so darn sexy. I wondered if you'd do us a favor, Dan, and say you're listening to Amplified Radio with Ken Rashawn for me. <laughs> you're listening to Amplified Radio with Ken Rashawn for me. God, I even got excited. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> hey, Todd, don't you wish your name was Todd Thomas? <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. We, uh, give me a special pronunciation of T H O M A S, Thomas. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. They're Todd asking. Thomas. Here you go. And oh, Andrea uh, Adams Miller. Uh, uh, Andrea Adams Miller. <laughs> <laughs> We are yeah, all friends. That doesn't sound sexy enough for you, Andrea. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> I, just I don't okay. know. We're so how does We're one get syndicated? Seems to be the best one. Well, it yeah, is from It's swirling the tongue. Rochon. Well, because we're going to be cut off from the first segment very soon, go to break. I just want to say that I was in his home country mm-hmm. of Quebec, and I got stopped by a police officer, and he says. Your name is Ken Rochon, you parlez pour français? And I said, un peu. And he says, your name is Rochon, you don't speak French? <laughs> and I got a, a very big ticket. Uh, yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> it was like 160 bucks for actually doing a U-turn because I couldn't see that there was but no U-turn. It, 
is Canadian dollars. So I know. that means it's like 25 Birkin. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we want to come back strong with second segment. And I just want you to share again. How do people reach you? And and we're going to do that TV show together. Share that. Yes. Well, they could reach me through email, publishing at proaceintl.com. Um, they could also give me a call on my toll-free number, 877-963-7283. And they could contact me, especially at the second season, as I was telling you. It's going to be about people that went through um, hurdles and challenges in their life, such as weight loss, etc. They could. I would like to have them in my show. In my TV show. So everything or anyone that have gone through difficulties or challenges or hurdles and now they have found their happiness, they could come and contact me at the Happiness TV Journey with Dr. Dan. And I just want to restate that most creative and gash printing are the ones who put us together and we actually went to a meetup where we learned and met other authors and this is the reason the show exists. So, so please get out of your own space, get uncomfortable and meet leaders and authors and speakers like Dan. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Welcome back to the show. This is Ken Rashawn. We are with Dr. Dan. And what a powerful first segment. And also, actually, a way of being, like taking where you are in life and actually taking it to another level and another level and another level. So what's 
And what's next level in 2017? Ooh, I was thinking about to do a second doctorate degree, but <laughs> but I think I got enough. I took a 10-year hiatus between my master degree and my doctorate. So I think for education, I think I've reached my uh, what I needed to reach. But of course, in two, three years, I might think differently, depending on how much I want to learn. So for me, it's a constant knowledge. I mean, I help people. Uh, I'm a therapist. I help people with marital and uh, relationship counseling, self-esteem anger management, bipolar. So I help kind of help them cope with their day-to-day life uh, challenges. So that kind of also enabled me to learn more about the science, psychology. And uh, I'm not a psychiatrist, so I cannot really prescribe any any medication. But at the same time, I feel that holistically, it's easier to be able to allow someone to use their own, I would say, desire to get better without using any chemicals. Anything that you avoid putting inside your body is the best thing. And that makes sense. But why the interest in uh, well, bipolar in particular? Well, you know, the thing is, someone who has a peak of happiness and a peak of sadness within the five seconds, uh, you know, it's I, I kind of like want to understand how the brain works and how to be able to maybe cope or, or, or find a way to manage this kind of feelings, especially when they happen in a very short period. So that kind of allows me or pushes me to understand more about this illness, this mental illness. And find a strategy or find a way to be able to make them feel better. I mean, it's, you know, instead of like just take medication or just take this pill and you'll feel better, I try to find other ways to be able to make it more healthy. What do you think it is that stops people? Stop people? Yeah. For instance, a person with, whether bipolar or not, mm-hmm. a lot of people are stopped. So fear. Obviously fear. But what is it about fear that can actually be tackled? Like, do you have a new answer? Well, you know what? the acronym fear means tell me it's false expectation appearing real that's the acronym okay so this is something that your mind creates it, it could does be not that, exist it's not that in french no no in <laughs> french it's uh, la peur okay uh, but fear is something that will stop people in their track and the reason is because they don't know they, it's all about not knowing about the unknown right. not knowing if whatever they do today like as an entrepreneur can if you look at yourself 10 years ago would you ever imagine being where you are right now? No. No. And you had no clue as you were going through your journey. But but for me, I thought I was going to be earlier, not later. Okay. So yeah. how much earlier would you say? I thought it would be like, let's just say percentage-wise, almost 70% earlier. Like, okay. I thought it would be three years ago that so, I would be experiencing whatever. So what kept you from moving forward? So I heard from a wise man, and I believe this to be true okay is that when you know that you're supposed to do it you just keep going and so it's not about fear it's about knowing and no actually conquers fear is that true well was there an inner voice that told you that okay and how did you access that inner voice well it was either through prayer or god himself or my own inner voice so i don't know so you had a calling yes exactly okay and how did you know that this this path that you were taking, because as an entrepreneur, you have no clue. You don't know what path you're taking, if it's going to bring you to the right direction or something else. Now, the universe knows as long as you do or you act on your dreams or your thoughts, you will be able to accomplish everything you can. But people do not have the belief. That's what stops them on their track. So the fear and the lack of belief about what their potential, their full potential, this is what self-awareness is all about. It's understanding that part. And because they don't have the belief, they actually have to prove they're actually right by not believing it. So they prove that they're not capable, and so they fail or stop. 
Yeah, they stop mostly. Yeah, or they abandon ship before the ship sinks. Yeah. So it's a, you, you can really never know until you have gone through but if you're, challenges. So if you're running a race and you're second and you believe you could be first, you have a chance of being first. But if you believe you're going to be third, you can fall back and be third and say, yeah, I was right. You have to always look up, never back. <laughs> That's one of the very crucial elements. No, but it, it's actually amazing. The reason most businesses fail is because of belief systems. <laughs> because you can change anything. And, I, and my friend Andrea and my wife and so many others said, you'll get through this. Whenever there's a hard time, because you believe you will. Correct. Exactly. And you talk about the Holocaust survivors. You talk about anybody that survived things. They believed it. And they didn't believe it. They actually would fail and die and perish. True. But then also, it's all the luck of a draw as well. I mean, you have to be presented with opportunities to be able to have that drive to continue. If you always face uh, challenges after challenges, hurdles, obstacles, a lot of people don't have the mindset to be able to pursue it to, to cross that wall. It's like, you know, when you go and work out and you feel the burn in your muscle, this is when the muscle grows. But people will stop beforehand because of the pain. And pain equals the fear. And that's the reason why people do not see any changes in their body. Because they reach a plateau. Because the plateau is they do not allow themselves to go above and beyond that part. And that's what stops people from accomplishing great greatness. And how does one overcome that? Well, it, it takes a lot of understanding who you are as an individual, what you're capable of. I feel that a lot of people have uh, some kind of limit or they put limitation on themselves because they allow society to do that. They listen to people or they listen to naysayers that tell them that you're not capable of doing so or doing that or accomplishing this. So that's why I tell everyone when it comes to uh, coming up with a new idea or coming up with a new project or a new product that it will hit the market and will make you a fortune, don't share it. Keep it to yourself until you have reached that level. And then let me tell you, the whole world will be able to know about you and about what you've done. But I say a lot of people who post on Facebook, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Then you're going to have people to say, don't waste your time. This is not a good idea. You're wasting this or you're going to fail. You're going to do this. People are afraid of other success. That's what I see. Well, I actually want to bring a guest on that we'll be working with in about two weeks and another guest actually a little later in the show or sooner. But uh, Beth Zimmer has a company called Innovation Collaborative. Okay. And she has an event coming up that is absolutely extraordinary. It's called Disrupt Erie Awards. And it's in Erie, Pennsylvania. Okay. And I want to bring her on the show because this is about this is about disrupting the world to actually acknowledge people that are doing so and causing leadership. Okay. So, Beth, are you on the line? I am. Hello. We have a countdown to like 16 days. <laughs> hey, can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Can you hear okay. me okay? I had you on mute for a second. Sorry. Okay. So for me. Uh, we're with Dr. My pleasure. We're, we're with Dr. Dan and he has written seven books. He's a, uh, He's a really established leader in the world, and he has a TV show that I'm going to be on. And he wrote uh, a book that actually resonated with me. It was 100 Days or Less to Reaching Your Ultimate Happiness. And when I got that book, it took us five months to get him on the show, but he is on the show, and I told him that he's talking about breaking boundaries and belief systems. And I wanted to actually share with you and acknowledge with you that you're creating an event that is actually the same thing. It's breaking boundaries and actually causing leadership. So talk about how you came up with your business and also your event. 
Okay, thank you. And I'm honored to be on the show with you, sir. Uh, so the Innovation Collaborative was created a few years ago in Erie, Pennsylvania, based on the fact that not unlike a lot of other communities across the United States, our economy has been sliding significantly. And what we found was that though traditional economic development efforts such as attracting businesses to come to our region and trying to retain and help grow the businesses that we have here, somehow we forgot that our communities were built by entrepreneurs. And we forgot that encouraging startups and entrepreneurial acting is really a key strategy to propel a community or a region forward. So the Innovation Collaborative was born as a nonprofit organization as the voice for what we're calling the collective ecosystem of actors within the region that exist in full or in part to support the success of entrepreneurs and to encourage more startups and more entrepreneurial acting, as well as, most importantly, to support the entrepreneurs themselves and help them get to where they need to be. Uh, I don't know if you know this fact, but across the United States, for as long as the data's been tracked, 30-plus years, almost 100% of all the net new jobs have been created by companies that are less than five years old. So, again, missing the fact that not not encouraging startups in a region is a big mistake when you want to move forward and progress as a community. So, and, one of and what year is this do, for you? I'm sorry? I, I was going to ask what year is this for you for the event? This will be our second year for the Disrupt Theory Awards. And what the awards party is all about is celebrating six different categories of, um, of entrepreneurs and those that support them across the region. We have uh, public nominations open for several weeks and those closed about a week ago, and now the public is able to go out on disrupttheory.com and vote for the entrepreneurs that they think are deserving of the different categories of the awards. And then it'll all culminate in a big party, an awards party, on November 16th during Global Entrepreneurship Week right here in Erie, PA, where you will be our headliner, thankfully, and um, we'll be having a lot of fun. It's a party that's kind of fashioned after the Oscars or the Grammys were very high-energy pulsing party with, with people just having a lot of fun and really reigniting their passion and in, in the potential of our region and our future. And what does that Disrupt so mean for awesome. you? I, I, you know what? I, I am not scheduled to be there, but... I might just have to change my plans. I, I knew Ken was a was a headliner, and you guys, that sounds like the most amazing event ever. That sounds we so would fun. love to have you. Yeah. Well, Last year it was Andrea is actually connected with some of the biggest. Expecting a huge, huge turnout again. Cool. Well, with the with the elections, how's that play with the elections? You know. We're, we're waiting for the elections to be over very patiently, I think, like most of the rest of the, the country. Um, this has really spiraled out of control, and, and we will get through that, and we'll continue to celebrate. You know, I think communities across the country are finally figuring out that, you know, the federal government and even state government in a lot of cases are not the answer to our our challenges and our opportunities. We truly have to come together as communities and figure it out ourselves. We have a lot of talent here and a lot of passion and, and we know what works and what doesn't and we're, we're bootstrapping the solutions for our communities and, and that's what's going to bring America back. It's not going to be who's sitting in that seat in the White House. 
Well, it's really awesome that you said that because uh, we have a, another guest who will be joining us in a few moments, and she's talking about communities all over the world as far as really looking for world peace by working as a community collectively. So, I mean, that is it's just awesome that you guys are doing it at that level and she's doing it at the other one where eventually, you know, the people who are taking these issues, you know, to play and taking them into their own hands about how can we make America better and the world better um, are going to be making such a difference in the world. It's just fabulous to hear what you guys are doing. Thank you for recognizing that. Yeah. So this event, who can, how can people actually learn about this event and actually register for it? Sure. They can go to disruptgeary.com, disrupt and then erie.com. And all of the information is there. That is actually the Innovation Collaborative's website as well. So contact information and sign up for our our newsletter opportunities are within that site. And I wanted to acknowledge Kim Burney because she was the connector. Uh, I met her indirectly through CEO Space, and we had a great conversation. Next thing I know, I'm not just coming over to help promote social media and photographer, but we had a conversation that led us into the speaking opportunity. And so I wanted to thank you for that opportunity, but also I wanted to actually share with the audience and also your audience that when you're trying to disrupt the world, you're actually making a difference. Thank you. So what is, what is the next step for you guys uh, in 2017? We are deploying a program that is really going to get at the change change that needs to happen across the region in our culture. It's called the Ice House Leadership Program. It's based on a book called The Ice House, Who Owns the Ice House? The Eight Life Lessons of an Unlikely Entrepreneur. And the curriculum is built off of the book, and we're training folks at all socioeconomic levels within the region, and the faster we can touch as many citizens as is possible we will go a long way in changing the collective mindset of our region so that our culture really is looking at problems sincerely as opportunities and learning those 21st century workforce skills, which are creative and critical thinking, collaboration, teamwork, problem solving. And if we can change the collective mindset of our community from one of scarcity and hopelessness to one of abundance and hopefulness, over time, we can change the trajectory of our future for the long term, you know, through the generations, not just for now because it's, it's one community leader's whim or a group of community leaders' whim. We need this work to continue throughout the generations. We need a changed attitude throughout the generations. Okay. I'm, I'm actually uh, encouraging people to vote to amplify Erie. To I'm sorry? Take a place globally. So they're at, I'm actually encouraging people to vote for actually – your, your your actual event and voting to take place globally. So I want to oh, actually beautiful. give an opportunity for Dan. I want to give an opportunity for Dan, Dr. Dan, to ask a question since he's part of our program right now. Dan, did you have any questions for Beth? Um, when it comes to innovative, does it include inventors? Does it include because I have myself a patent for a fitness product that I uh, that I created and I got the patent approved. So does that include mostly people who just came up with business ideas and actually are thriving or growing? Or is there, what about the seed stage of business? Do you include that as well in your, uh, in your event? We absolutely do. The seed stage and the 
the, the just simple action of entrepreneurial thinking and an entrepreneurial mindset is something we celebrate just as much as somebody that has a patent and we can help them scale and create jobs and additional wealth and prosperity. It's that entrepreneurial act, acting that's really going to change the way we work in this world for the 21st century, not just in Erie, Pennsylvania, but across the globe, right? Mm-hmm. Is it the mentor-protege relationship that you guys create as well? I'm sorry? Is it more of a mentor-protege relationship that you create at those events? So, for example, if you have seed uh, businesses that are growing or that are starting in the starting stage, do you kind of create some connection with the uh, people that are mentored that have already gone through all the difficult challenges, the, the obstacles to teach those uh, younger, younger people, younger entrepreneurs on how to be able to grow their business without really or avoiding most failures? That is an excellent question. And absolutely, we advocate for, for all you know, folks that are engaged in entrepreneurial activity to search out mentors and vice versa for folks that have been through these trials and tribulations and failures and successes of, of startups and entrepreneurship to, to become mentors. And we work to make those matches all the time in, and throughout the ecosystem and the other folks that exist to support entrepreneurs, they're encouraging the mentorship as well. Uh, do you guys ever thought about creating chapters in every cities across the country? We really think, you know, our organization is two years old as of September of this year, but going further down the road, once we're better established and we've, we've achieved sustainability, that absolutely the smaller and middle market regions across the country, this type of activity could be replicated quite easily if we can identify the right champions within those regions. All right, Beth, we want to bring one more guest on because we actually have uh, someone else is doing their second annual event. And uh, I want to introduce Paula Fellingham. Paula, are you online? Hello. Yes, I'm here. Well, I just wanted to thank you for coming on the air. And you have a, a really beautiful event that's actually going to complement this theme. Uh, we just had Beth, who has Disrupt Erie uh, Awards event coming on. And and I want to talk to you about the Second World Parliament on Spirituality, and you are the owner of the Women's Information Network. So can you please discuss your uh, vision and how you came up with this event? Yes, absolutely, and thank you so much, Ken. So uh, <laughs> the, the WIN, the Women's Information Network, is actually putting on a 1,000 events all over the world in a 15-year period, and we have 120 women out in the, all these nations doing that. So although this event is my second event, I've been putting on events for 30 years uh, with the WIN, Women's Information Network, and I'm thrilled about the opportunity to launch a global peace initiative, and that's the purpose of the Second World Parliament on spirituality. So the first one was in Hyderabad, India, and it was four years ago. These are every four years. 2016, it'll be in Salt Lake City here in Utah, and uh, you could go to World Parliament on spirituality.org and that's where you could learn all about it. We have speakers coming in from many, many nations. We have so many performers, all different cultures. It's a November 17, 18, 19, and 20. So it's coming right up, two and a half weeks, a world parliament on spirituality.org. And what makes this different is that we are we're not only launching this peace initiative, but we are doing it with 
peace ambassadors, we gave them that name, they're expats who are wonderful people who grew up in another country and now live in America, and we're calling them peace ambassadors, and then the ones who are in the nation's national peace ambassadors, and they'll collaborate with the implementation of a peace master action plan. And that's what we love because, you know, we, we, we want to stop talking about peace, right, and actually putting it into action. And it's a very grassroots effort with lessons to give in the home curriculum for the workplace, helping people start and grow businesses. So our motto is, or not our motto, actually, our goal, our mission is to increase the level of love, prosperity, and peace on earth. So I love what you were just talking about. I love... Uh, what Beth's doing with the Innovation Collaborative, you know, these, these awards, what I love is that you're all about um, celebrating the entrepreneur, and that's what we do globally. So kudos to your wonderful organization, Beth, and, and good luck on your, your uh, wonderful event, which is actually just the day before my event, where Ken is going to be getting on that airplane and hurrying to Utah to, to, to speak at ours as well. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I wish we could be there, too. I'd love that. I would love that. And well, Andrea is coming as well. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I just want to say that uh, this would be an interesting collaboration for both of you to actually announce to each sure. audiences. And so we should do that. And, and you have Marianne Williamson coming to your event, don't you, Paula? We do. She's a dear personal friend of mine. This will be the sixth event that I've put on that she has, has graced, and she is always so... Oh, my goodness, insightful and, and inspiring and almost every positive adjective we can give her. I love Marianne Williamson, and, and as do millions of others. So, so grateful for her. And for the listeners who don't know, she, well, she wrote that. She's written many books, but the one that I love and that, that has sold actually about 42 million copies is Return to Love. I just, that whole message of, you know, what is the bottom line? of everything that we're trying to do. And it's really, you know, it really comes back to the basics and the love of God, love of yourself, love of others. And, and I just love the, the idea of bringing people together, not just in one spot, but we are live streaming out all over the world. And so there'll be hopefully hundreds of thousands watching this event worldwide. It's, it's World Parliament. And I'm sure they will. On spirituality.org. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I'm excited about the both events, and I just want to say that we have about a minute left, so uh, as quick as we can ask a question, as quick as you can answer, Dr. Dan, here we go. What are you most afraid of? Uh, darkness. Okay. Andrea, go. Uh, if you uh, eat a piece of candy, what kind would it be? Sorry? I didn't hear the what question. Kind of, what kind of candy do you like? What's your, what's your favorite candy? I don't like sweets. Okay, he doesn't like sweets. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, I, I apologize. I missed the question. What was it? It was, what is the favorite candy for Dr. Dan? And he said he doesn't eat sweets. Oh, candy. We're, we're doing oh. questions. It's Dr. Dan. Real. So the angel okay. question Beth, is, what's your favorite, what's your question? Question 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 of, bar with who would you have dinner yep. with if you could have dinner with anyone alive or past? <laughs> yeah, mine's a Hershey Einstein. bar with almonds. Einstein. Mm-hmm. Okay. Einstein. And so Dr. Dan, that was Einstein, right? Yes. Okay. Todd, a ask a question to Dr. Dan quickly. Dan, what's your favorite time of year? Time of year, I would say the 4th of July. 
<laughs> and what are you most awesome. proud of? Myself. Yourself. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> All right. How do people reach you, Dr. Dan? Uh, well, they could contact me through my uh, toll-free number, 877-963-7283. They could also contact me what, by email at uh, dan at proaceintl.com. Awesome. So we are going to be on your show yes, this, Saturday, this Saturday. And we have an event coming up on the 16th. It's Disrupt Erie Awards. So please search it. It'll be on Amplified and also the Second World Parliament on Spirituality on the 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th. So how exciting is this? All three of you have been Amplified and we are so glad. We're going to have you back on the show because it's just not enough time. Oh, I know. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Please come back next Thank week. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And Rochon for having me. Have a good night. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.